Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. They have to control the step back. Probably got to take a step back. But the Chiefs have this big decision with Chris Jones and they don't have any wide receivers. The Bengals might be taking a huge step back. So yeah have to almost look at it right now with the Bills and say, you're in a little bit of a control the skid mode Hmm. and say, hey, if we come back with some of these guys next year and we added a few pieces, whether it's on offense or defense, we put ourselves in a better position as some of the other, you know, top playoff teams are right now. And we can put ourselves in position to also still be good 2024 and 2025 by not overspending or taking a risk. That's Mike Tanier of the Too Deep podcast. Uh, He was on with us yesterday. Uh, We'll have that back for you coming up in the next segment here on WGR. Before we do that, let's go to the Western Hotline where Will Parkinson joins me here live. I am live at Batavia Downs. He is live on the Western Hotline. Will uh, hosts the uh, Turn on the Jets podcast and uh, covers the Jets. Uh, Will, thanks for uh, coming on with me, man, this afternoon. I appreciate it. Good to talk to you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, man. So uh, was a... Long off season for you because you know you guys missed the playoffs and the end of the season and everything. So it ends up being you know your off season. You know anytime you're a Jets fan or like a in the last couple of seasons a Patriots fan, your off season kind of starts at like the end of October, early November. It's where you start looking towards the draft and free agency and how can you improve the roster. Um, what do you say? What would you say right now is like the state of the Jets roster and 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 kind of the optimism, uh, maybe cautious optimism Jets fans have going in to this offseason, and I think a very pivotal offseason, especially for this coaching staff. Yeah, look, uh, the, the Jets offseason unfortunately started about uh, like 8.45 Eastern on uh, September 11th. Uh, <laughs> four plays into their, you know, first play of the uh, first play of the season offense, 20-plus yard run, you know, and you're like, wow, they might win the Super Bowl. And then uh, three plays later, it was hoping everyone got out of got out of that stadium healthy. Um Look, I think the Jets are, are kind of a bit of a weird spot. The the mood, I guess, around the, around the team in terms of you know kind of the come of the coverage and kind of the fan base mood is just like so like, super negative right now. And down there was a, a big piece in the Athletic on the staff, and you know you're you might you might lose Bryce Huff, and you know Aaron Rod- you haven't seen Aaron Rodgers really play as a Jet yet, and you're kind of just you know the mood's down, right? And I, I think the state of this roster and things like that—you see needs at offensive line, and need a second. You need as a you know for a second receiver, 
you know, things of that nature. So it's just kind of one of those things where if you're looking at it from a glass half full perspective, I know Daniel Jeremiah did it an exercise of, you know, blue chip players and young guys and all that stuff. Like the Jets have a, a really like fun roster in a lot of ways and a lot of really young, good young talent, a top, you know, a top one defense by EPA per play the last two years combined. And, but the problem is you haven't seen the quarterback play. He's coming off an Achilles and he have needs at left tackle and right tackle specifically. It's kind of hard to get too high on Jets at the moment, but at the same time, if they have a good offseason, they're a team that very much could be competing with Buffalo to win the division. Like, there is definitely a, a path to, to win the division. There's also a path for them to, to kind of bottom out, unfortunately, and that's what's so interesting but also frustrating with the team right now. Yeah, so, you know, obviously we could talk about the offense. It seems like every year the Jets – are trying to address their issues on the offensive line. I mean, last year it was one of, if not the worst offensive line in football, a lot of that due to injuries, obviously, uh, you know, when you're, when you you're the, the pick comes around on the clock in April, um, is the idea here that it kind of has to be offensive line and, and is it maybe not just in the first round, but maybe you try to address the offensive line in the first and second round or multiple picks in this draft? Because I, I look at the offense and I say, yeah, you know, obviously Garrett Wilson, I think, is one of my favorite young receivers in football. Um, he just needs competent quarterback play. I think it was a big whiff um, in the offseason last year. They, they didn't really – Alan Lazard just did not uh, really live up to the contract. And listen, I think part of it – part of this whole conversation about Aaron Rodgers is you're not just getting a quarterback who could potentially still be really good, but you're also getting some of the baggage with him. You're getting Nathaniel Hackett, who, you know, in fairness, Zach, Zach Wilson's not very good, but I don't think really he was set up for a lot of success with Nathaniel Hackett. Just did not do a lot um, to really help his young quarterback who was struggling with confidence and, and, and everything else. And so you get the baggage of having a play caller that has not really done much in the offense, in the NFL as a play caller. And you also get some of the Randall Cobbs and the Alan Lazards and some of the other pieces that, um, you know, maybe the Jets don't sign Alan Lazard if it's not for Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, what do you do with the wide receiver position? Because I think that is right up there with offensive line is key needs uh, for this Jets offense moving into the offseason. Yeah, you hit on a couple of things there that are super interesting. Look, uh, this is a great draft to have a second-round pick uh, if you were in the Jets, but they don't have one. Um, and that's the, the last part of the Aaron Rodgers trade. So, right. yep. uh, look, at, at 10, I think there's three options for the Jets. I think the most likely is they go tackle at 10. Um, you know, if Joe Alder or Kushan are on the board, I think they're running the card no-brainer pick. I think at 10, if both those guys are gone, I'm not sure on Kishanu. You hear different things from different people down at the Senior Bowl. Some people have him just tackle three. Some people have him tackle one. Like, it's just very, you know, it's kind of what you what you value, whether you value more pa- a more pass protector-ready offensive lineman that needs to get better in the run game or vice versa. Uh, Talisa Fuaga uh, at Oregon State is another name to watch for the Jets. You know, at 10, they've been linked to him quite heavily. Uh, J.C. Latham at Alabama, two guys that are more bruiser, right tackle types. There's only two true real left tackles in the first round in this draft. It's a lot of guards, a lot of guys that can play maybe tackle or guard, but not real true left tackles, just those two. So um, if they're on the board, sure. Uh, I think if in a world in which those guys are gone and a Roma Dunze, uh, Malik Neighbors, or Marvin Harrison, uh, all three likely are to be gone by 10. But if they are there, I think that's definitely a consideration for the Jets. It's just... You know, Garrett Wilson and Malik Neighbors is pretty scary for anybody in that division, right? It's you know, it's just the reality of the situation. Um, they also can trade back and try to pick up extra picks. So um, you mentioned could they go a line? They could go a line back to back. I think I expect them to be active in free agency on the interior market, maybe at right guard and play Elijah Vera Tucker uh, at right tackle, or, or vice versa. I would watch out for names like Aaron Brewer for them from Tennessee, familiarity with the staff. Um, you know, can play guard or center. John, you know, former teammate of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, again, knows Nate Hackett, knows the system. So, um, you know, those are names to watch there, and then maybe they address tackle 
um, and you know maybe another guard in rounds one and three. You mentioned receiver. Devontae Adams will be the, the talk of the next couple of weeks in terms of what do the Raiders do there? They you know, obviously new GM. Do they kind of you know try to get value for Adams, clear money there, and kind of rebuild with a young quarterback? I can't imagine Devontae Adams is going to want to play another year with Aiden O'Connell and or you know JJ McCarthy or something. You know, at this point, I just don't know if Devontae's in that kind of re- in that realm. We saw how frustrated, how quickly he got frustrated last year, um, and you know he's got real only two real you know years remaining on that deal of any substantial money um, from guarantee perspective. So he'll be the name. If not, you know, does Mike Evans get to free agency? Does Michael Pittman? I doubt Pittman gets there. We already saw T. Higgins get tagged. You know, the Jets have had interest in Calvin Ridley in the past. He could be a potential name, uh, you know, as well. So, yeah, they wouldn't have signed Alan Lazard next year, uh, you know, if not for Rodgers. I think he's more of a three slash four, probably an overpaid three or four. Um, but I think you look at, if you're the Jets, can you get a Ridley and Xavier, you know, Kendrick Bourne? Um, and then you have a, you know, a kind of three or four deep wide receiver core. I think that's kind of the direction they'd go in, you know, at this point. So that's what I'd kind of look for. Brock Bowers is a wild card if he's at 10. Um, you know, we saw the Bills mm. do something similar. You know, we saw the Bills do something similar, right? Where like we have a tight end we like in Dawson Knox, the Jets like Tyler Conklin. Um, but do they go like Brock Bowers and Conklin and in a lot of 12 personnel? It's a potential option. I just, again, um, There'll be a lot that we'll see next week in Indy. Like, how's Bowers way in? Those are some other questions if he even gets to 10. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's O-line receiver and, you know, some type of, you know, one or two type of pass catchers to go along with Garrett Wilson because as great as it is to give Brees Hall, you know, 85 catchers a year, um, I don't think you should have to do it. I think it's more you should be able to want to do it. And last year was kind of a they needed to do it because, you know, of the play calling and, and quarterback play. Well, I want to get to Bryce Hall in a second um, because – actually, let's do it now because then we can talk about more on defense. The thing with Bryce Hall, right, is I found it really interesting because he is such a big threat, a big play threat. I mean, he's one of the best young running backs in the league. And then, I don't know, it felt almost a little contentious towards the end of last year. And, um, you know, giving run, uh, giving carries to the, the kid they got from Pitt in like the fourth or fifth round last year towards the end of the year. And some of the things Sala was saying in, you know, in front of the media about Hall and pressing a little bit and not um, really hitting the hole and, and, and maybe dancing too much and, and not being decisive. Um, where is – I mean, that, that, that to me was a really – I don't know, weird thing for Sala to sort of be doing um, when, you know, I, I would say Hall was the least of their problems last year. Uh, where, where are you as they move into year three? Um, and, and, you know, what ultimately this offense looks like with Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback, but with a healthy Bryce Hall? Yeah, look, I think it's, it's interesting. You mentioned it before, like there was that middle weird stretch of the year. Bryce started out unbelievable. I mean, coming off a torn ACL, I think eight months removed from it. You know, we mentioned it before, you know, 100, I think he like, whatever, seven or eight carries for like 150 yards against the Bills, obviously fully healthy. He probably scores on both of those long runs. But, um, you know, comes back at the Denver game where he just, you know, gashes them. And, and then he kind of hit a wall uh, middle of the year. The offensive line was not playing well. Post-Eagles game, it felt like even the Giants game maybe after that, just uh, middle of the year. You know, life gets tired. It happens. Um, you know, I think he was crossing a lot of this all o- line's not doing great. We have nothing at quarterback. I gotta make a play and gotta try to score a touchdown every time and you know, maybe you get away from the three or four yard carry, you know, and, and you lose two or three yards when you probably shouldn't, but you're just trying to make a play for your team. And and Sal came out and basically said like Breeze gotta hit the hole harder and, and a bunch of different stuff. It was a little, it was definitely I understand the concept in general of, you know, the old Belichick philosophy, I'm going to yell at Brady because, you know, I know, or, you know, we can, we, I can, you know, kind of crap on Josh Allen a little bit because I know he can take it and he's a great player. But 
sometimes it's also like not necessary, and, and I didn't feel like, you know, if Zach Wilson couldn't handle the criticism, I don't know why to start criticizing a running back who's the only reason the offense can move the football. Um, so yeah, I, I just didn't uh, I didn't understand that at all. Um, but yeah, I think with this offense, I think they're going to look, you know, brief. And again, I'm not saying he's Marshall Falk at, at all. I've tweeted about this. I just think he'll be used a lot of similar to what, the, you know, those Rams team used to use Falk as this guy that, you know, even a McCaffrey, obviously a more current, I guess, example of, you know, catching 60, 70, 80 balls out of the backfield, um, line up at receiver at times, screens, you know, check downs, different things to say, hey, we're going to get you one-on-one with a backer. We're going to get you one-on-one with a safety. Go make one guy miss. And that's 15, 20 yards right there. And then, you know, they played Izzy Abacanda you know, out of pit last year a little bit. Explosive kid, but, you know, I, I think the Jets will be in the market for maybe a, a running back to more of the veteran route. I don't know if it's a Zeke um, or some, you know, Devin Singletary maybe, you know, a little bit more, you know, a younger option. Just somebody that can be a pass protector, third down type of guy, um, you know, kind of those tough short yardage situations. And, you know, so Bruce doesn't have to take as many shots. Because, again, you know, 22 years old, incredible player, be fully healthy this year for the first time, obviously, you know, in, in terms of no ACL, that second off season, as everyone knows, is usually your your best, you know, kind of uh, shot coming back from injury. But again, they don't want to wear him down too early. But I guess in turn, uh, with the way the NFL handles running backs, I guess, you know, put as much mileage on him uh, as you can the next couple of years while he's on the cheap contract. Bills fans will thank you for Ty Johnson because he came in as the Bills' number two running back last year and really, um, I thought, it took took over for uh, towards the end of the season for Latavius Murray, who started getting on his last leg. I, I think the Bills are probably going to try to bring Ty Johnson back. He was a really good compliment um, to to uh, to James Cook this year. But I wanted to ask you on the defensive side. You talked about uh, Bryce Huff and, and you know the decision that the Jets have to make on him. Um, I, I think he's an imp- hugely important piece. Will McDonald um, gets a lot of criticism. Uh, the team gets a lot of criticism for drafting him uh, because they really couldn't get him on the field last year. Carl Lawson's a free agent. Uh, he's obviously going to walk. But, man, you talk about some of the decisions at the defensive line that have been made over the last couple of years uh, by, you know, by Joe Douglas. And, you know, Carl, <laughs> Carl Lawson gets $45 million, and you get seven sacks in three years out of him. Uh, <laughs> plays six games this last year. Obviously missed all of his first season, which was just, you know, unfortunate because he really, uh, from everything that I remember, that training camp, Carl Lawson was, <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the, the story of training camp uh, then goes down with the injury, and, and you know, he's, who knows what he's only 28 years old too, which is the crazy thing. Um, but overall, what are you guys looking at with the defensive line? Is is, is Bryce Huff really like the Jets going to let him walk? Yeah, look, there a couple of things. Look, you mentioned Carl Lawson. His first training camp in in you know Zach Wilson's rookie year, you know, three years ago, obviously he, he was the best player in the field. He was, I mean, unblockable at times where they had to say, guys, we got to you know, Carl, don't rush. Um, you know, on this play, like we got to get some reps in for the starting offense. Like that's how good he was. Uh, goes down against Green Bay, full reps with the Achilles. And this is a guy who's already been hurt. You know, two torn ACLs in the past, so it, it, it was unfortunate. He actually retore his Achilles uh, coming back from it, and you know, still was able to come back. Had an okay, uh, you know, twenty twenty two, not great, but again, you expected it, right? Coming off the Achilles, uh, you know, seven sacks, okay, six and a half sacks, whatever it was. All right, fine. Um, you know, big year three loading up here. You know, he'll be fully healthy and. Um, they take Will McDonald. I, I don't look. I like the like the player, like the prospect, um, explosive guy. But an older, an older defensive end that they took when not. You know, that's a team that did not need to draft defensive line by any means. And um, you know, Bryce Huff this year, you know, twenty eight or twenty nine percent, you know, pressure rate. Was, you know, I think first or second to Michael Parsons in the NFL. You know, ten plus sacks, twenty five years old, homegrown guy. 
letting him walk would be a grave mistake. I think the process the Jets have gone about just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me in terms of should have either, you know, they tendered him last offseason. He should have either extended him either last offseason during the year, should have traded him last offseason or traded him during the deadline when your season is obviously, you know, on the ropes at best. Um, now there's a likelihood they might not get any value for him. And, you know, teams like Washington, um, you know, potentially you're going to go out there and give him $18, $20 million a year at 25 years old as a proven pass rusher. And a guy who's only playing 40% of the snaps, I mean, that's, that's what you, that's a dream pre agent, right? If you're, you know, in the NFL, a guy with no injury history and at a premier position at 25 years old, only getting better. Like these guys don't hit the market a lot. So letting him walk would be a great mistake. I, I think, um, you know, the, the one decision the Jets made last offseason, I think that was not, I wouldn't say the worst one, but I think is going to have the most impact this offseason is Carl Lawson was, you know, kind of in trade rumors, had some offers out for him during the draft and, you know, during the deadline. He was on a three-year, $45 million deal with $0 guaranteed going into last offseason. The Jets basically guaranteed 8 or $9 million and pushed a bunch of money into this year. He's going to account for about $7 million of dead cap money this year, will not be on the roster, basically contributed nothing this past year. And that $7 million plus basically what the NFL cap just went up, like you could have just paid Bryce up right there um, and not had to cut anybody, restructure anybody. So those are just some decisions that um, I, I, it's just frustrating to look at because I think everyone at the time saw like, just you know get the fifth-round pick for Carl Lawson. It's, it's a shame it didn't work out move on instead they're going to have to now pay for it they paid for it on the front end and they're going to have to pay for it on the back end unfortunately as well will tell the folks that are listening where they can find you if they're looking to keep up with their new york jets news yeah uh toj pod turn on the jets podcast um and the toj talks uh podcast on you know badlands network uh you know both those uh tuesday thursday saturday um have a new show coming out with uh mike giardi um, up in boston that'll be debuting here in the next couple weeks as well so you know will pa11 on twitter and yeah, no, I appreciate you having me on, and uh, good to talk a little football on a Saturday when you know we're kind of uh, kind of struggling without it. I heard that, man. You know, college basketball it can it can satiate a little bit. We're Sabres fans here, and they're not doing you know much of anything, so it's been a uh, it's been a tough road. So the off season it's long, it's arduous, but uh, the draft's coming up, and looking forward to that. So I appreciate you, my friend, and uh, we'll hope to talk soon. Awesome, thanks so much, man. All right, Will Parkinson there of uh, the Turning on the Jets podcast. I'm going to take a timeout on the other side. Uh, Mike Tanier was on yesterday with uh, Bulldog and myself. We'll have that coming up next year. I'm live from Batavia Downs at the Legends and uh, Legends and Stars Sports Memorabilia Show. And uh, we're, we are here till today. The show floor is open till 4 p.m., reopens tomorrow at 10 a.m. And, uh, yeah, we'll get things going here at uh, Batavia Downs here. Uh, Sports Talk Saturday rolling on on WGR. Listen up, I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome back to Sports Talk Saturday here live from Batavia Downs Raceway and Casino. Nate Geary here. We've got another half hour of Sports Talk Saturday. And I wanted to replay for you um, yesterday. Uh, Chris Parker, Bulldog, and myself had Mike Tanier on. It was a great interview. Uh, we talked a lot of bills. Uh, we talked uh, some Saints uh, because their salary cap situation is laughable. Um, so we'll bring that to you here. So here's uh, from yesterday, uh, Mike Tanier with myself and Bulldog. A lot of NFL news as we get ready for Combine Week. Salary cap news this week. Of course, free agency coming and then the draft. And I think you know how the offseason works and how calendars work. So I didn't really need to say any of that. Just a sloppy way to introduce our next guest. Joining us on the West Her Hotline is Mike Tanier, NFL writer, editor, founder of Two Deep Zone. I love this Twitter bio, Mike, it, not, not to make light of it. Formerly Football Outsiders, the New York Times, the Messenger, Bleacher Report, and other ancient empires, <laughs> which is just a spectacular, somewhat self-deprecating way of saying you've been downsized a bunch of times. But I'm glad you're up and running with Too Deep Zone. That's T-O-O, by the way. Uh, nice to have you back on the show, Mike. Hope everything's going well. It's great to be on, and I've been downsized a few times, but the Bills won't have to downsize as much because of the big salary cap news today. How – any surprise? I feel like this week there was some reporting that indicated, like, don't be surprised if the cap's a bit higher than we've been anticipating. So I wonder how much of a clue the teams had that this was coming. They, they knew. The NFL does this every year. They put a very conservative cap number in place knowing they're going to exceed it so they can do this little, you know, song and dance, hooray, it's even higher, look how great we're doing, when the original estimate was super low to begin with. So, you know, a lot of people were like, okay, this is slightly higher than we thought, but we were putting that that, that more conservative number in in the first place. And the only time that didn't work was when there was a literal pandemic, and now we're kind of getting some of the uh, – so, you know, some of the amortized uh, success from them managing that pandemic as well and, and not, not panicking during that. And that's why you have this really high cap right now. Right. So the bills are still over. Yeah. Um, but, you know, more money is more money. So whatever they're going to do to get under and do business here, you know, so modestly, if, if, if that uh, in free agency, they've got a little extra room to work with. You know what I was thinking about as as we were getting ready to start this segment? We know where the bills are, and I was talking with my, my co-host today, Nate, off the air about how I think next year they're already in good shape, the bills. They're not they're – not, like, at this time last year, we knew that there was going to be trouble in the 24 offseason for the bills because of the cap. What I'm wondering about is how the Saints have ended up where they've ended up. Like, I, I understand – them wanting to keep going while Drew Brees was still there and Sean Payton was still there, but like WTF with what have they been doing for the last three years? I just don't even, I can't even begin to understand it. And they're like 80 million over and another 50 next year. 
But hey, also, Mike, don't worry, because Derek Carr's cap hit next year balloons to $53 million. And who wouldn't want to have Derek Carr at $53 million against the cap? But it, wait, wait, it's like, but wait, there's more. The dead cap to cut him is $59 million. You guys bait and switch me. Like, oh, we're going to talk about the Bills. Surprise, we're going to talk about the Saints. We're just going to talk trash about the Saints, yeah. <laughs> That's like walking into an algebra test and having calculus put in front of you in terms of the, the Saints cap. And just keep this in mind. Okay, so the Bills, why why are the Bills in this, in this situation? Because they're trying to win a Super Bowl because they're that close. So, so you know, you come within a field goal of the Super Bowl because you kick the can down the road. And it's like, well, I understand the sacrifice. I understand the logic there. The Saints are trying to go 8-9 and nine in the NFC South. That's that's their thing. Maybe we win the NFC South at eight and nine and lose in the first round to you know the Lions or whoever every year. That's their goal, and they keep doing it. And it looks like they're starting to do it now. I saw that they extended Eric McCoy, their center. Okay, he's a good ball player. You're going to extend him. If you start talking again about well, you know, Demario Davis is only you know thirty nine years old. Let's extend him until two thousand twenty nine. That's what they do. They're going to they're going to extend Alvin Kamara, who's like a, you know one foot in the in retirement. In, you know so. So that's what the Saints do. What the Bills did was a logical, measured gamble, and now they're going to have – I mean, they're going to have some losses this year. It's not going to be a phenomenal offseason for the Bills. But you're right. They can get out of it quickly. They can remain a deep playoff run team throughout this. The Saints are just the Saints are just living it in debt. They're just living in credit card debt, and they're going to be doing it for the next four or five years. Right. They're getting new credit cards to pay off the other credit cards while the rates are low, and then the rates in six months go back up, and they're right back where they started, which is just absurd. So, yeah, Mike, sorry sorry about the bait and switch. Yeah, on the bills. Um, so you better be ready to nail this now after that little speech you just gave us. Um, what, what, do you, what, do you, what do you like about their own free agents? Like, would you prioritize... I don't know, I've been thinking about Daquan Jones. Like, if I can keep yeah. one guy on that list, I feel like maybe he'd be at the top for me. I guess everyone would be different. Um, but they'll, you know, they'll find their way to getting under and doing business, of course. I mean, they're an NFL team. Um, what do you think about that idea? Like, him as maybe a target to try to retain? Yeah, I like that because you get a big defensive tackle who's played well, who's going to anchor that, who's going to maintain a position of strength there. If you can prioritize him, I don't know. That free agent market for defensive tackles, I know he's on it. DJ Reader's on it. There's a lot of guys who could cash in there, so it might be tricky to just bring him in on that. you got to start still by getting under. You're still at 42 over. I don't think that's going to be that hard a target to hit. But in order to hit that, you are extending some guys. Like, I think if you do that, you, you extend Deion Dawkins. Uh, obviously, you move, you move some money around for, for Josh Allen. That, that takes care of a chunk of it. Um, so, so you're going to do that. If you do that and you manage to bring in Daquan, uh, you, you still have some questions along the way, questions about guys like Epinesa and stuff like that, mm-hmm. who I think of as, like, guys that you want to keep in because depth is such a strength to the team. No matter what, you're going to take a hit on that depth. It's a matter of managing it and making sure the guys you keep are the guys who, who, who you know you want to keep. Mike, uh, well, first of all, I didn't even say hey, Mike, it's been a while. Hey. Hope, hope hey. you're well, buddy. Hope you're well. Yeah, you too, you too Nate. Uh, um, so I wanted to ask you about uh, part of the reason the Bills are in this position, Mike, is because of the contract they handed to Von Miller. And they wouldn't be in this yeah. position if Von Miller was still Von Miller. Yeah. He can't be worse next year uh, because he had zero sacks and two pressures all year. So there's – well, 
I shouldn't say literally no way. He could have zero pressures next year, but I digress. <laughs> it can't really get a lot worse than what we saw, so maybe he gets a little bit better. But, Mike, they're partially in his position because of the contract they gave to Von yeah. Miller. There's not really a way to get out of it. No. But I think the most interesting co- part of this conversation with Von Miller is the radio silence we've had about his in-season arrest. And there's been no talk about that. There's been no updates in the media. There's been no updates from the NFL about an active investigation against them. Nothing. That's their out. If he gets suspended, they have a void and they can get out of his contract scot-free. That'd be a huge win for the Bills. But like, where are the Bills with Von Miller and where is Von Miller with Von Miller? Yeah, I don't know about uh, I have heard all radio silence that you heard about that arrest. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, sometimes no news is no news, and sometimes it's like, well, this is so deep underground, it's going to come up and get us on the uh, on the back end, and I don't know what that is. But that's the only out from this contract. I, again, if he gets cut as a post-June 1st, I think it was something around $6 million. That doesn't That doesn't get you very far, and you're still eating a ton of space that you could use for somebody else. The only other way out would be some kind of restructure that's not just, oh, my God, we're going to kick this money to 2027, a kind of thing where you say, hey, if you come back for one year and then you can try that free agency year or you can go retire as a Bronco or do whatever you want to do, we're going to come in at a flat fee. You can sometimes save money that way. That's something the Saints do. They've they've done it frequently. They did it with Michael Thomas uh, last year where they said, let's eat the back end of us. They did it with Jameis. That's one way you can approach it. But, again, it's been radio silence right now. Maybe we'll know more next week. I don't know, but you're right. His his contract's a conundrum because it's no matter what, you're eating money or you're seeing a player get suspended, and that's your way out. Yeah, I, I, my my feeling is the Bills. I mean, I, I don't know what they'll what they'll do, but I, I I would be surprised if they went in on Miller's contract or Diggs's contract for that matter. Like I feel like this might be just a year to sort of swallow hard and hope those guys return somewhat to form Diggs is obviously much closer to that opportunity than than Miller you know has less ground to cover but there was even a drop off on Diggs and just give yourself the flexibility next year to get out of those if you need to get out of them because this year they feel like really immovable objects yeah Diggs is only if it's a trade and the trade's kind of got to be a blockbuster kind of trade and it doesn't look like there's a lot of silence on that front too or it doesn't sound like there's active motion there, but that's how you would move digs. You say somebody's going to eat some of his contract and give us a draft pick. That's a little bit different. For Miller, yeah, it might be a swallow hard year. Again, that's why I keep going back to maybe both sides can come to the table and say, hey, can you give us this? Then you walk as a free agent next year, and we guarantee you this year you stay on the stay on the roster and you could you know play for your next contract or play for your legacy or play for another ring whatever you're playing for when you're von miller at this point that might be one way to do it all right more from mike tenier of two deep zone formerly of outsiders next uh, he was on with myself and bulldog yesterday here on wgr after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward medella is the mark of a fighter You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade 
handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas, and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media, and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. All right, welcome back to Sports Talk Saturday here on WGR. Nate Geary here live from Batavia Downs Casino and Raceway. We'll have Ryan has an hour over here in just a few moments to wrap things up for the afternoon here at uh, the Legends and Stars Sports Memorabilia Expo here at uh, <clears throat> at Batavia Downs and uh, up on stage currently it is 145 so we've got uh, Lawrence Taylor and Pepper Johnson still up there and then uh, actors come up Joe Pantaleano of the Sopranos D.B. Sweeney and then uh, uh, Kevin Nash of uh, NWO and uh, he also played apparently in the Punisher, which I did not know uh, until my buddy Ryan has an hour told me. So, uh, again, we'll have him up here in just a few moments. And a quick recap, if you missed any of today's show, you can go to WGR550.com, on-demand audio, check it out. I was playing some of Mike Tanier last segment. He was a great interview. If you missed any of that uh, earlier this week, too, <clears throat> same spot, WGR550.com, on-demand audio is where you can check us out uh, and, uh, and re-listen. Um, <clears throat> and I wanted to quickly run through some of the names here tomorrow. So, this thing wraps up today at 4 o'clock, so it's still two hours if you wanted to come down and check out the uh, show floor. Still plenty of time to do that. It's a $10 admission uh, into the facility. You will get those $10 back and free play on the gaming floor. And then uh, kids under 12 are free. Uh, 12 and under, I should, I should say, are free. Uh, over 100 dealers here uh, with tables on the show floor. Uh, something, A little something for everybody. There's Pokemon on the floor. There is... Um, Saw a bunch of memorabilia, sports memorabilia. There was <clears throat> some wrestling stuff out there, golf, uh, football, hockey, baseball, you name it. It's out there on the show floor. So something, a little something for everyone and for kids as well. And kids, again, are free, 12 and under. Uh, tomorrow's show kicks off at 10 a.m. here live at Batavia Downs. I won't be here live from on the radio, but the show floor opens up at 10 a.m. It goes until 3 p.m. tomorrow. Again, it wraps up 4 p.m. today, reopens at 10 a.m., 
tomorrow. Tomorrow's signings are great. We've got Thurman Thomas tomorrow on, um, Ron Jaworski. We've got Kevin Nash again tomorrow. So if you miss him today, you'll be able to uh, to hit him tomorrow. Uh, Rasul Douglas, if you're, uh, you know, maybe a, an extension candidate himself. Perhaps. This offseason. Um, so, Ryan, as I was walking through some of the, you know, items and some of the people here, uh, you and I were talking off air um, just about, or, well, earlier talking off air, um, about some of the great things that will be here today, obviously signing, but tomorrow as well. So 10 to 3 tomorrow, if you're in Buffalo and Rochester, this is the halfway point. If you're looking for something to do on a Sunday, it's going to be nice-ish, 43 degrees, yeah. not quite nice enough to be outside. So come down, head out here. Um, but outside of maybe coming in here, what else can we do around here if they're looking for lunch and dinner? You don't really have to leave the premises. Yeah, you know, we've got uh, three on-site restaurants. We had uh, lunch today at 34 Rush. You just enjoyed a wonderful um, we're going to call it a, a uh, all-American plate because we can't call it the other word because then we'll, we'll have to get a call from Nick Tahoe. They'll call yeah. us and tell us she can't call it that. So, you know, <laughs> a, a plate. We'll just call it a plate. We get an all-American plate. I haven't had a uh, plate in years, by the way, <laughs> and I ate an entire plate in, I don't know, two minutes. Yes, yeah, so you got the fries and the max salad on the bottom there with uh, the cheeseburger. So that's it for the Home Stretch Grill, which is our quick service area. And then, of course, opening at 3 o'clock every day is Fortune's Italian Steakhouse down at the other end of the facility. All great places to eat and and uh, just great staff, a lot of great things. And one thing we do here, Nate, that they don't do other places, if you come in and you purchase an entree that's valued at more than 10 bucks, and let's be honest, most entrees are more than 10 bucks yep. these days, if you go on the gaming floor afterwards and you earn two points with your, your Players Club card, you're going to get $10 in free play. We call it food and fun. We do it every single day. Wow. So you can come in and get lunch, get yourself some uh, food, get yourself, uh, you know, I had uh, potato skins and wings today. That's what my lunch was. And, uh, you know, some people were having the um, chicken fingers, which is legendary. Most of the WGR staff loves the chicken fingers. I usually get chicken fingers, but when you said plate, I said yes. All right. (laughs) Say less, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I'll probably be dining inside Fortunes tonight, I'll tell you that. Um, So it's just, it's great. And we have promotions revolving around the food. Of course, we have the on-site hotel, which is wonderful. There's all kinds of deals. If you go to our website at BataviaDownsGaming.com and click on the hotel deals tab, there's a hotel deal that goes alongside almost all of our events. You know, we have a print tribute coming out. We got the, the derby thing. Yep. We're going to have the, the bourbon and uh, whiskey fest. There's going to be a hotel deal with all those things. But if you just want to stay at, a, at a, a, a random time during the week, uh, there's deals that are sometimes as low as 100 bucks, And you can come out here and get some free play and enjoy your night. Um, and there is other things to do. I'll give a shout out to our friends over at Oliver's Candies here in town. Of course, everyone knows Alex's. I hear Marty talking about Alex's all the time. Shope talks about Alex's sometimes as well. They're across the street. We love the guys at Alex's uh, because people who go to Alex's usually they pop over here pop over to here, the gaming yeah. facility afterwards for sure. So uh, a great place to come out to Genesee County. It's not too uh, too nuts. You know, you got free parking everywhere. We got a nice big parking lot and uh, reasonable accommodations and, and good shopping. So uh, yeah, just a little, little PSA for Genesee County out here. So you were telling me, and, and this is shocking to me, about the golf setup that you guys have here and yeah. how awesome it is for if you want to have a weekend trip with the boys, yeah. come down. You can stay here at Batavia Downs. Yep. You can get a shuttle. I will drive you myself. That's Listen, That's first <laughs> of all, that's insane. Second of all, uh, I, I think that's like a really underrated thing because, A, yeah. you don't have to worry about, you know, being overserved and trying to drive back to a hotel, try to drive back to the house. Right. If you want to get away from, uh, you know, Buffalo or Rochester for a couple of days with the yep. boys and not try to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on a golf trip, get out to Terry Hills. They got oh, love it. 
27 holes. Drains really well. Wide open. Yep. Love and it. so you, you're going to play three separate nines all day. You can play 27 holes, 36 holes a day. Absolutely. You can get shuttled back here, mm-hmm. shower up, come down to the casino floor, have dinner at the steakhouse, have dinner at 34 Rush, live music at 34 Rush afterwards. It's right. like it's kind of the perfect ideal situation, and you get to stay here on site at the hotel too. It's it's hard to beat, man. I, I didn't even know about that. Yeah. And you got my gears grinding. I'm thinking about, you know, what am I going to do? Do I got to get the boys down here for a trip? You gotta, yeah, contact the Genesee County Chamber of Commerce. That's our partner here with, uh, you know, as we try to promote Genesee County and promote Batavia Downs. They have a person there that actually will handle it. They'll take your phone call. They'll give you the different places you can stay. We hope you stay with us, of course. And then we have three or four different courses here. Uh, you got the Leroy Country. Club. Yep. You've got Stafford. You've got Batavia Country Club, and of course you have yeah, Terry Hills, which is where we Stafford's have Stafford's great too. Yeah, Stafford fan. Stafford's awesome as well. So you, you call those people up. They'll hook you up with a deal with uh, what time you want to come stay here, what days. Uh, if you stay, usually it's Monday through Thursday. You can get the shuttle with me uh, or my staff because uh, in the summertime, of course, we have the summer concert series on Friday nights, so we don't run the shuttle those days. But if you're coming during the week and you got a couple days to burn to get off uh, in the middle of the summer, yeah, come on out with your, your guys and gals and enjoy yourself out here for a little. Uh, golf. All right, Ryan. Well, as always, thanks for inviting me out. I love being at the show. Uh, I'm going to hit the show floor now, see if I can find something neat to uh, spend some money on, bring back home. And sure. uh, otherwise, great show as always. Tomorrow, things kick off here again at 10 a.m. Show floor. The doors open at 10, open until 3 on Sunday. So if you missed out today, looking for plans tomorrow, don't threat. We're here yes. at Batavia Downs starting at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Absolutely. And thanks again to Bridget, our uh, Odyssey rep who came out to visit. She does a great job. If you're looking to grow your business, guys, I'm telling you, this place is packed, and a lot of it is due to our friends at Odyssey and WGR. They do they do right by us, and uh, we're happy to have them part of our team. Well, appreciate you, buddy. Ryan has an hour. Nate Geary here live from uh, Batavia Downs Raceway Casino Hotel Restaurants. I mean, it's just everything you could want in one place. <laughs> that's uh, right. And that's not even to say the, 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 the racetrack's not even live and rolling today. Uh, right. and, and they were rolling by. They were practicing. I saw a couple go by where they were practicing. we got one more race day here in the winter meet, and then we're back in July. Back in July. All right, buddy. Appreciate you. And for Nate Geary, for Ryan Hasenauer, and Evan DePasquale back in our network controls, we appreciate you here on WGR. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.